You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Reynolds Aluminum Program with Sibber McGee and Molly. The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents the Fibber McGee and Molly show transcribed. Molly will not be heard this week. She's recovering from the flu. Tonight's program is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Of all the recent advances in American farming, one of the greatest is portable sprinkler irrigation. And here, as in so many of today's developments, Reynolds Aluminum plays an all-important part. Because, of course, for a system of pipes that is truly portable, that you can move from field to field, you need aluminum. 20-foot sections of 4-inch Reynolds aluminum irrigation pipe weigh less than 15 pounds each. And they're strong, stand up to hard usage. They're rust-proof. You can store them outdoors through the winter. Use a portable irrigation system with Reynolds aluminum. You'll feed two, three, and even four times as many head of cattle per acre on your irrigated pasture and start them on pasture earlier in the spring. Keep them there far longer in the fall. Get the facts on portable irrigation in Reynolds' 16-page booklet, aptly titled, More Income Per Acre. The Westville Vista Post Office has long been known for its smooth, efficient operation. The clerks are polite and intelligent. The service is good. And the whole thing runs like a clock. Into this smooth-running machinery, however, a monkey wrench just drops. He speaks. What do you mean you haven't got a package for me? Five times I've been in here for that package, bud. Seven times, sir. I have a gray hair for each visit. <laughs> There's no excuse for this, bud. I've been expecting that package for a week. And by the George, I'm going to get it or my name ain't... Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. And I'm very sorry, sir, but we just don't have a package for you. A likely story. You've been giving me that same excuse for a week, and I'm sick of it. You're sick of it? <laughs> Look at me. A week ago, I had a fine, big shock of coal black hair. But now... Hey, Chief. Yes, Whitey. <laughs> He's here again, Chief. You mean... Yes, Chief. The mouth. I'll take it, Adelton. 
Now then, what is it this time, mister? You know darn well what is it this time, mister. I've been trying to pry a package out of this joint, an important book that I sent a buck to your dad ratted mail for three weeks ago, and it was supposed to be here in ten days or your money back if you weren't satisfied, and I'm not, so where is it? <laughs> uh... What's the name again? It's McGee, Chief. Fibber McGee. Same as it was a week ago. If I've had that name hollered at me once, I've had it hollered at me 40 times. Yeah, and I'll keep hollering it, too. Haven't we got a package around here we can give him to get rid of him? <laughs> well, here's one hasn't been claimed. Been here a week. Some fella named F. Magoo. There's <laughs> 79 Wistful Vista. That's me. That's my package. That's the book I've been waiting for. You said your name was McGee. McGee, Magoo, my gosh. What's the difference? <laughs> as long as I get my book, what's the difference? Where do I sign? Oh, right here, sir. Okay. Fibber Magoo. <laughs> ah, boy, wait till I get this book unwrapped. This little volume is liable to change my whole way of living. You call that you're doing living, McGee? Huh? Oh, hi, Ollie. Boy, wait till you see the book I just got in the mail. Come on over to the window while I open it up. That kind of a book is it? One Thousand Ways to Make Money, wrote by a fellow that the only money he ever made was writing a book called One Thousand Ways to Make Money? <laughs> ah, sir, look at this. Professor Abner K. Dabra's Guide to Hypnotism. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Says this book has been a favorite through the ages. Does it say what ages? Through the ages of four to seven, most no, like no. <laughs> Oh, sir, this is no kid stuff, Holy. This book is scientific. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Only cost me a buck, and the first time I walk into the drugstore, hypnotize Kramer, and have him give me a box of 50 elf help of cigars free, I already got my buck back. Pretty near. <laughs> the day Kramer gives you a cigars, you won't smoke them. Huh? That'll be the day the world stands still and we all fall off. <laughs> you going downtown? Yeah. Well, come on, I got my car here. Well, I'll go with you. And the book says, the first step in placing a subject under hypnotic control is to look deeply into his eyes and then wave the hand slowly before his face, like this. Then stop waving your hands around, McGee. I'm driving. Oh. Now, you go ahead and drive. I'll, I'll study up my book. Now, watch out for the truck, Ollie. Look out for the streetcar, Ollie. What'd you say? I'm talking to me. Oh. <laughs> What's the matter? Nervous? No, my missus usually rides with me in the back seat. I oh. got so I can't drive by myself. <laughs> well, drive careful, Ollie. I'm studying my book. Under the power of your mind, the subject... Put your to... hand out, Ollie. Hmm? Watch it, Ollie. You went through a boulevard stop. Huh? Oh, the mackerel, I did go through a stop. <laughs> Ollie, you lunkhead. Ollie, oh, my gosh, a stop sign. Ollie, 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 look behind you. Yeah, I'm afraid to. Cop on a motorcycle. <laughs> Shot out from behind that signboard like he had skyrockets in his hind pocket. Oh, this is embarrassing. Ten dollars, this will He's waving for you to stop. He's waving. Then wave back at him. Throw him a kiss, <laughs> anything. You better pull over and stop. Pull over. Don't you worry about a thing, Ollie. Don't worry about a thing. I can handle this, baby. McGee, if you open your mouth, I'll put the steering wheel in it. I, I, <laughs> I got trouble enough without your big yap shooting off. Now, relax, Ollie, relax. I'll hypnotize this cop. That's what I'll do. Boy, oh boy, what a chance to test my power. But, McGee... He's parking his bike a good 20 feet behind us now. 
By the time he gets to the car, I'll have him eaten out of my hand. Oh, just as you scream. You are in my power, officer. My powerful mind is coming through to you. You will not give Ole a ticket? Oh, cut out this ticket. <laughs> Twenty years we'll get. Hey, my gosh, Ole, look, he's smiling. He put his book of tickets back in his cap. He yeah, probably wants to took out his gun. <laughs> uh, I'll keep working on him. You are in my power, officer. No ticket. I'm getting through to him, Molly. I'm getting through to him. Say, you almost got a ticket. You know that? I had my book out on everything. You well, for goodness sake. You're not giving us a ticket? No, not this time. You see there, Ollie? Boy, this is a tremendous thing. The power of my hypnotism. Oh, shut up, McGee. Huh? I'm sorry about the stop sign back there, Oscar, my boy. I, I used to didn't see it. That's okay, Uncle Ollie. You be careful, though. Uncle Ollie? See you at dinner, Unc. My love to Aunt Christina. Bye now. <laughs> Power of hypnotism. Well, I better study some more of my book, I guess. Billy Mills, the orchestra, and keep it a secret. hypnotism on next. Oh, I know. Brokhausen. Pet shop right here. Brokey's a knucklehead. He'll be easy to put in a trap. Welcome to Brokhausen's pet shop, McGee. And on behalf of the dogs, woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Brokey. Well, what could I sell you today? Oh, how about a nice puppy? Huh? You know my slogan. You can't go wrong with a Brokhausen puppy. You can't go wrong with a broke house and puppy. (laughs) 
Well, I ain't in the market for a puppy. Some fine dogs I got it now, McGee. Oh, I could very cheap let you have a nice used Pekingese. A used Pekingese? <laughs> oh, in, in first-class condition. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. This dog was owned by an elderly couple who only petted it on Sunday. <laughs> What kind of dog is that one over there? Oh, that, oh that's a pedigree schnoozer. No, you mean schnauzer. Schnoozer, he sleeps all day. Oh, I <laughs> In the next cage there, oh, that's a good dog. Yeah, that bulldog. Oh, yeah. He was in the dog show last week. Yeah, did he win anything? Unfortunately, no, no. He used bad judgment, me. Huh? He got very attached to one of the judges. Oh, what's bad about being friendly? Who said friendly was attached by his teeth to the judge's pants? Oh, I... <laughs> well, when I came in here, Brokey, was to uh, practice up my hypnotism. Look me in the eye, boy, and I'll hypnotize you. Put you to sleep. Sleep? Oh, no, I got work to do, McGee. If I sleep, who sleeps? Oh, come on, come on. I want to practice up my hypnotism. Now, hypnot- look, look. You want to hypnotize somebody. You go to work on that parrot in the cage there. Oh? Maybe you could hypnotize it from having such bad manners. Oh? Impolite bird, is it? <laughs> Always. It says the same thing when I speak to it. Listen, I show you. Yeah? <clears throat> uh, hello, Polly. Pretty Polly. Brokey's a jerk. Brokey's a jerk. Brokey's the biggest jerk I ever saw. Oh, <laughs> you see that? Yeah. Well, I'll see if I can fix it. Look into my eyes, Polly. That's right. Now say to yourself, I've been a bad bird. Brokey ain't a jerk. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Oh, that's fine, McGee. Yeah. Now say, Brokey's okay. Brokey's a swell guy. He ain't the biggest jerk I ever saw. He ain't the biggest jerk I ever saw. Good. But he wasn't until you came in. Oh, oh. <laughs> so long, Brokey. Well, I should ought to know him better than that. Birds just ain't got enough sense to be hypnotized. It ain't fair to waste a powerful brain like mine on a bird brain like that. But... Hi, Sid. Oh, hi, Maeve. Where's Ma? Home. Still sick? Better. Good. Where's Mort? Bed. Sick? Lazy. Oh. Bye, Sid. Bye, Maeve. <laughs> Mabel Toops. <laughs> Should have had her hold still while I hypnotized her. Son it, I hadn't had much luck so far. It says right here in the book that all it takes is a powerful mind. I got a mind like a steel trap. Some of the things I catch in it are... Well, hello there, pal. Oh, hi, Junior. Uh, new book, pal? What is it? Uh, hypnotism. I bought it today. Huh? I figured that a guy with a brilliant mind like I am on the Scott one ought to be a whiz at hypnotizing guys that ain't. How about let me take a crack at you, Junior? Uh, hypnotize me? Mm-hmm. Sure. Try if you like. Yeah, that's all I've been doing so far. <laughs> Just look in my eyes and I'll put you to sleep, huh? And I'll snap my fingers and bring you out of it, if you're in it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You're tired. Real tired. You're going to fall asleep. Fast asleep. Getting drowsy, Junior? Oh, my gosh, I done it. He's out like a busted light bulb. I knew this was my racket. Okay, Junior. Wake up. I can't wake up now. I'm having such a wonderful dream. You're dreaming already? Yes. Yes, it's Easter Sunday. Oh? I'm standing in a large dining room. There's a baked ham on the table. The ham is talking to me. Oh. A talking ham. (laughs) 
The ham is saying, I'm the most luscious ham that was ever baked. I'm done to the pink of perfection. Oh, I got a feeling something sneaky is about to happen here. <laughs> I'm perfect, the ham says, because I was baked a modern way in Reynolds' wrap. It happened. <laughs> yes, the ham goes on. I was wrapped in that pure aluminum foil with the edges double-folded to make a tight seal which kept all the juices in. And there's more of me, too, because I didn't shrink and lose weight in the oven. Mm, sure is a gabby hunk of pork. <laughs> Reynolds Wrap comes in standard and jumbo economy rolls, the ham says. Yeah. Ask for it by name. Reynolds Wrap, the original and genuine. Wake up, Junior, wake up. Wake up before the Reynolds company fires you and hires the other ham. <laughs> now the ham is walking away. It's waving goodbye to me. Oh, yes. Don't forget, it says. Reynolds wrap for your Easter ham. Okay, dream's over. So long, pal. So long, cornball. He didn't fool me for a minute. I knew he was faking. Just so he could get... Oh, I know where I'll go. Walt Small Shark. I bet I can hypnotize Walt. Maybe. Hold it, sir. Hold it. There you are, sir. Your picture neatly taken. My picture? What'd you take my picture for? Permit me to introduce myself, sir. Yeah? I am Jay Whistler Van Goo of the Sidewalk Snapshot Service. A true artist of the lens. <laughs> oh, you snap people walking along the street, huh? That is correct, sir. I see. I shoot pictures of distinguished-looking pedestrians. Uh-huh. As soon as I saw you coming, I said to myself, <laughs> there's a man who ought to be shot. <laughs> Thanks, bud, but I ain't interested. I'll mail a picture to your home, and you can mail me a quarter. I didn't say I wanted a picture. Give me your name and address. I'll write them out on this But file. I don't... Your name first, please. Will you wait? William, you wait. Oh. <laughs> now, what is your address, Mr. Wade? No. Or may I call you Will? Oh, no. <laughs> My name ain't Will. Well, just so I have your last name, Mr. Waite. Now your address, please. Well, I don't know about giving you my address, bud. Is this racket straight? No, this is 14th straight. Oh. <laughs> you see, racket street is six blocks west. Oh. oh, you mean you live on racket street. No. Ah, that's a lovely neighborhood. That ratted, I don't live on racket street. Well, it doesn't Wait. matter where you live, Mr. Waite. This picture is a bargain for 25 cents. Yeah. Why, last week, Alderman Snodgrass, yeah. the guiding light of the lips that touch liquor shall never touch mine club, paid me $10 for the negative one I took to him. Wanted it for his very own. Really? I snapped the pictures. He was coming out of Riley's Bar and Grill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please take a picture, sir. Oh, all right. I'll never get rid of you if I don't. Send it to my house. Uh, pardon me, but could I have the quarter in advance? I hate to make such a request, but at the moment, I need it badly. Okay, okay. Here's the quarter. What you need it for? Food? No, film. I just hmm? noticed my camera's empty. Oh, Goodbye, I... sir. Well, hey, he couldn't take it. The King's Men and Get Along Home, Cindy. Cindy, 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 Cindy mine. I wish I was an apple a-hanging in the tree. And every time my sweetie passed by, she'd take a bite of me. She told me that she loved me. She called me Sugar Plum. She threw her arms around about me. I, I thought, thought my time had come. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy, get along home. Cindy, Cindy, get along home. Cindy, Cindy, I'll marry you someday. Cindy, 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 Cindy,
Now Cindy got religion, she had it once before. But when she hears my little banjo, she's the first one on the floor. I wish I had a needle as fine as I could sew. I told the girls to my coattail and down the street I'd go. Get along home, Cindy, Cindy, get along home. Cindy, Cindy, get along home. Cindy, Cindy, I'll marry you someday. Coffee, Walt. 
Oh, sure. Just go on back and pull up a stool. Carl will wait on you. Okay. I'll sit down here. Hi, Mr. McGee. What'll it be? Well, I really came in here just to see if there was anybody. Hey, you ever been hypnotized, Cora? Oh, sure. Lots of times. Yeah? I was in the showbiz. Oh? <laughs> you know, when you're in the showbiz, you do all them things. My gosh, I didn't know you were in that. I was in vaudeville myself at one time. I and a guy by the name of Fred Nitting from Starved Rock, Illinois, had us a vaudeville ride That's together. That's very, very interesting. I and a guy named Fred Like Nittin. I said, me and my sister, we were in the showbiz, had a sister act. Oh? Called ourselves Cora and Flora, two bits of beauty. Oh, <laughs> Two bits worth of beauty. <laughs> what kind of act did you do? Well... It was the only act of its kind, Mr. McGee. Oh? In them days, you know, everybody was juggling or singing or telling jokes. Yeah, well, I don't know. So the... me and Flora drum up an act that was entirely different. Oh? We didn't do nothing. <laughs> we come out and we just stood there. Killed them. Be, Mr. McGee. Well, I'll decide on something in a minute for her. I got a book on hypnotism here, though. I got a book on hypnotism here, though, and I've been trying it out. Look me in the eye a minute, will you? Oh, sure. We ain't busy right now. Go ahead. Oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, here comes my favorite customer. Hi, Dr. Gamble. Oh, what's good word? Oh. Don't eat the eggs, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Our joke. <laughs> uh, me and the doctor, we do it every afternoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, nobody's going to steal it from you. That's... <laughs> All right, Lard Bucket, don't stand there. Come on, sit down, sit down. Oh, hello. I didn't see you sitting there, spraddle pocket. <laughs> he giving you any trouble, Cora? Nobody gives Cora any trouble, Doc. What'd it be? Coffee and apple pie. And bring my friend here the same, Cora. Okay. Cook's making fresh coffee. I'll go see how it's coming. Uh, no hurry. Hey, what's the book in your pocket, Buster? Don't tell me you're learning to read at this late date. I learned to read before you learned to write, wise guy. Which could have been yesterday. For your information, though, this is a book of hypnotism. Hypnotism? Yeah, hey, look me in the eye, Doc. You're right in the eye. Okay, I'm looking. Now concentrate on what I say. You are sleepy. Very sleepy. You are so drowsy. Feel anything? Nothing but sympathy, son. <laughs> well, gone it, I don't know why this won't work for me. All it takes is a powerful mind. Well, you're forgetting, my boy, that in hypnotism, the minds of two people are involved. What do you mean? Well, it isn't enough for the hypnotist to have a powerful mind. Yeah? The subject must have the gentle mind of a child, simple and open to suggestion. Yeah, but even so, with my powerful mentality, well, I... Suppose I tried to hypnotize somebody... An average person with average intelligence. Well, yes, what? Nothing would happen if I waved my hands in front of his face like this, looked into his eyes like I'm looking into yours, and said, You are now a cat. You are a cat. A cat. Nothing would happen to any ordinary person if I... McGee, get up off the floor. (laughs) McGee, stop rubbing against my leg. Bring McGee a saucer of milk. (laughs) Fibber returns in a moment. In the spring, many a family's fancy turns to thoughts of a new car, and America offers the best in the world to choose from. 
One thing worth noting in whatever car you buy is the extensive and ever-increasing use of aluminum for automatic transmissions, oil pumps, pistons, cylinder heads, window frames, and many other parts. Light, strong, rust-proof Reynolds aluminum reduces total car weight, gives you greater fuel economy, better performance, and longer service life. Aluminum reduces unsprung weight for safer driving, as with aluminum disc brakes. Brakes are safer and last longer because aluminum conducts away the heat, which causes brakes to fade in their efficiency. And aluminum also helps to keep the cost down because aluminum itself is priced no higher today than in 1936 to 39. Even in these 53 cent times, your dollars are still worth 100 cents in aluminum. Competition helped to make that possible. Competition that started, that was competition that was started by the Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum. Ladies and gentlemen, in any emergency anywhere in the world, the first to respond to the call is the Red Cross. And once a year, the Red Cross calls on us for funds. That call is out now, and a lot of money is needed. There has been an exciting new discovery in the fight against polio this year, a blood substance called gamma globulin. And along with its other projects, the Red Cross will spend $7 million on the processing of gamma globulin this year. Your donation to the Red Cross can give one of our sons on a battlefield his life, can give one of our children struck down by polio his health. Can you think of a better investment? Good night. The Reynolds Metals Company, pioneers of progress through aluminum, has brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly Show transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Jack Crucian, Tyler McVeigh, Bob Bruce, Mary Jane Croft, Cliff Arquette, Elvie Allman, Jess Kirkpatrick, and me, Harlow Wilcox. We hope Molly will be back with us soon. Don't forget to see Mr. Peepers starring Wally Cox on NBC television Sunday night. Also brought to you by Reynolds Aluminum. And be sure to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.